Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 311. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. It is the 4th of July here in the United States of America, so you may hear some fireworks in the background. I am recording this a little bit later than usual. It's been a kind of a crazy day. The uh, The Dragoning season two dropped today. So I've been, you know, putting out the social medias and the headliner videos and the blah, blah, blah. Uh, and also there was the migraine and, oh, you know, many a thing. Anyway, here we are. Fireworks notwithstanding. Uh, there may be some fireworks sound in the song as well, uh, because also the song is a bit on the later side, obviously, after dark, because that's when fireworks happen, mostly. Pretty much always. I, you don't really hear them during the day. Anyway, happy 4th of July. <laughs> Listen, I'm just celebrating the launch of my second season of my audio drama, and whatever else this holiday has to offer... I am not paying attention to it today. So, uh, today's blog is uh, the one I, I let drop uh, a few episodes ago. Um, it was a kind of a crazy time. We're going to try and like do some, uh, some collaborative song making, which in the end has not happened. But it's, it, you know, if things are out of order, they're out of order. The world is out of order, is it not? <laughs> anyway, uh, meanwhile, let me just go ahead and read it to you. It is called My Real Job. For years, I was haunted by a man with a briefcase who followed me everywhere I went. He wore a suit and a hat, and he was always popping his head around corners, wondering if I was ready to accept my real job. He was kind of creepy and very persistent and, of course, a figment of my imagination. Picture Mr. Slugworth in the Willy Wonka movie from 1971, sneaking around alleys. He hadn't always been personified. Before I put a face to him, he was just a concept, a fear that hung around making me feel really bad about myself, making me feel doomed somehow. I think it wasn't long after I identified him that he finally gave up. I might have told him to get lost, or maybe he just ceased to have power over me. But he hasn't troubled me in a good long while now. I tell you about him now because I told a fellow artist about my real job at one point, and it seemed a useful and resonant concept for them, too. When you know who you're haunted by, you can deal with it a little more clearly. In choosing to make a life in the arts, it's rare that even the most committed artist knows for sure that they're making the right call. No one recommends going into the arts in this country, except Kurt Vonnegut, bless him, and it is not a choice that is likely to yield big rewards. It is nearly impossible to avoid questioning one's choices over and over again, especially when you're not receiving a lot of reinforcement from the world around you. My real job was waiting for me to give up. He was patiently following me everywhere I went, hoping I would fail enough to finally surrender and accept him. 
Before I was conscious of him, I was plagued by him. What's funny is, I don't know what that real job was. And he surely didn't either. I think it was in an office somewhere. Maybe. But the day I really looked at him, the day I examined this belief that giving up and surrendering to him was inevitable, I think that's the day he started to lose his power. I had some support for that process, as I recall. My therapist asked if I was ever going to take that real job, and I said no, (laughs) with a great deal of force. Not a chance. He could follow me around the rest of my life, laugh at my struggles and all my artistic plans that failed to ignite, sniff at my losses, sneer at my finances. He could do his worst, and I would never, ever take his job. There was nothing he could do that would make me take his job. It was liberating to say so. I would love to tell you that getting that clear about all this was the magic spell that cleared the way for mountains of success and good fortune. It didn't. It didn't change any of the practical details of my life. It wasn't an enchantment that I broke. The struggle was intense before and it remained intense after. What vanquishing my real job did do though was give me a kind of peace about my choices. Even when things have gone badly, even when there's been little to hope for, when I'm up against the wall of how my life is going, I never even look over my shoulder anymore. If my real job is there, I don't see him or pay him any mind. I am never going to take that job. Not ever. I'm guessing he gave up and started following someone else. If it was you, I'm sorry. But take a good look at him and ask yourself if you're ever going to take his real job. If the answer's no, he might just leave you alone too. So I figured out what song this was going to be really from the beginning. I don't even know if maybe the song came first. Anyway, they've been intertwined in my mind for some time. Uh, So the song is Laurie Anderson's Baby Doll. And you'll hear why. There's a line in the song where she's wondering if she should get a real job. And I love, I mean, listen, do you you know Laurie Anderson? (laughs) She is one of the great, like, consummate artists of this city and of the country and of the world, probably. Uh, extraordinary in many directions in, in like inventing instruments in songwriting in creating spectacle and shows and visual art like she's top of top of the top of the heap and this song came out in the 90s where she was already top of the heap and I I love the idea that even at the height of her success, she was still thinking, should I get a real job? (laughs) Like, it's such a powerful idea, even one of our most successful artists, like, really, was still like, should I get a real job? And you're like, no, Laurie Anderson, you should not get a real job. Now, it is just a fictional song, and, you know, it could be that she never had that thought. But I, I, I doubt it. Like, I think it's, it's just a really powerful uh, concept. 
Anyway, so that's coming here in just a moment. Meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Like, review, subscribe, all of the things. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast with your dollars, patreon.com slash Davis. Also, Kofi, also PayPal. All those links are in the show notes. And if you get a chance, listen to the first episode of season two of The Dragoning. If you've listened to season one, that is. If you haven't, either, you know, binge listen on all of those and then listen to season two, or you could just listen to the previously on. It, it, it sort of sums things up. Anyway, that's all happening today also. So check that out if you haven't. Um... So, yes, on ukulele, because, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's opposite world. Sometimes it works better to do something uh, silly and simple for something that is usually much more complex. Um, yeah, but it's just me, just me, just me here on the ukulele singing Baby Doll. Take me to your
don't have to talk.